Today's episode of the Meet and Greet Barbecue podcast is brought to you by AOS Outdoor Kitchens. They are the South's leading outdoor kitchen design and installation specialists. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet and Greet Barbecue podcast. Owen and I are delighted to say that we will be speaking to Jay today from Alton Barbecue World. Now, I'm sure you all know about this fantastic mecca of barbecue, uh, but it's a great, great place if you're looking for anything barbecue. Fantastic shop. And they have plenty going on with their barbecue patio. But Jay can tell you all this when we speak to him in a second. So without much further ado, here's Jay. Welcome, Jay. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. And uh, I must say, what a, what a lovely backdrop you've got there. I know. I mean, I've hijacked my little girl's bedroom for this because I was downstairs, the dog's running around. Upstairs is mess. So I thought, right, so I've kicked her out. So I need to use your bedroom. <laughs> and she's so, got one of the vanity tables as well. So I've got bright lights on me. Yeah, cool. Oh, the lighting's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> So um, for, for anyone, obviously, we know you as, as, the, as the man behind Alton Barbecue World, but, uh, you know, let, let, let our listeners know exactly exactly a bit more about uh, Alton's. Yeah, so um, Alton's, uh, Alton Garden Centre uh, is the garden centre. It was started by my dad 52 years ago, and I was just inside there working away. And um, 2010, I sort of said to my man, I've been here nine years, I don't really feel like I'm doing anything I want to do my own thing. So the barbecues at that time were in a little corner um, next to furniture where they're found in a lot of gardens. It's just an add-on to furniture. So um, I said, can I have the barbecues? So he said, yeah, it's fine. So I started a little barbecue shop, probably about the size of this bedroom, um, 2010, rolled with it, learned who Weber were, what the brands were to work with, and just sort of got it going. By 2017, it really sort of got going moved it down to where everyone sees it now, built a big showroom, that's now expanded, uh, won those of awards and stuff. And um, then when COVID came along, obviously, it was a bit of a challenge. So uh, at that time, I had 1,100 on Instagram, started using Instagram to be able to talk to people because people weren't allowed in the shop. And then I've had <laughs> three mad years on Instagram, which has just been mind-blowing. Everyone knows who I am, what I look like. When I go place, I get photos and it's been a crazy couple of years, but yeah, it's um, phenomenal. I love it. <clears throat> Did you expect, literally since 2017, for it to blow up as, as much as it has? Or No, not like this. No, I, um, I knew I had a beautiful showroom. Um, I love display. I take pride in display, theatre, making it a bit special. Um, and then when it started winning the award to the best in the UK and the best showroom around, obviously I was, I was over the moon. And... Never envisaged COVID, so never really thought about social media too much. When it came, I had no choice but to turn to it because it was the only thing to do. And yeah, just the last three years have been have been phenomenal. Uh, just to go, uh, everyone everyone knows who I am. Everyone knows me, and it's just mad. And I go to I go to Meetopia, Wingfest, um, Smoke and Fire. I go out and about with my little girl. I was out yesterday. And someone recognised me and wanted a photo. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy now. And um, no, I never saw this. I never saw this. The thing is, um, if anyone who doesn't follow you on Instagram, go have a look because it's so varied. There's constantly different bits and pieces going up. Um, and it's fantastic for people to see. But not only do you have 
great barbecues, great accessories covered in there. You have meals, you have almost like recipes, you have interviews yeah. with people. How do you keep on top of that and keep it so varied and interesting for everyone? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't. I just, um, obviously, I always sort of, you know, when I'm doing my posts, I always sort of make sure I get a product post in there because it's all about the shop at the end of the day. Without the shop, I don't have anything. So I always try and go back to product. But then when lockdown came and I started doing restaurant roulette, mask grillo and all them sort of things, the barbecue community sort of came to me and sort of I started this whole hashtag barbecue community and that started exploding. And then it's just about, for me, it's about getting a product post out there. Then with the patio area we built, we've done a lot of events. We've had a lot of celebrity events. So I sort of just look and go, right, there's a post about a celebrity event. There's a there's a post about a recipe. Let's get a product post going again. Then when all my stories and that, I like to share people. I think a lot of people say that, which is nice for me to hear. I share everyone's. I don't just sort of stick with GB Grillmaster Gaz and Chris and artists and all that. I sort of like to find the new ones and put them up and put them in the spotlight. Now I've got this platform it's nice to sort of go, listen, guys, here's a guy who's not particularly big, but have a look at his stuff. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah, I just I just look around Instagram. I just flick through the feed and go, that's cool. Put it up. Uh, that's good. Put it up and just sort of have fun. And then when I go out to wing places, I just um, post what I do and people enjoy watching what I get up to. And I think as well, I've got the lads who work with me, which we'll, I'm sure talk about later, but the lads who work with me, I've got four lads who... They're like my brothers. We're like a family. I think everyone sees the bond the five of us have. And uh, that makes it so easy because I can just do little bits of content with them through the day. They're, they're doing bits and it allows me, I go, boys, just do that. And while they're doing it, I just film them doing it. And then people see what we get up to on a daily basis. And I think that's what, what makes us a little bit different, a little bit stand out to other barbecue shops is we document what we get up to all the time. You can see that as well because you had that post you put up. Was it yesterday? It might have even been this morning from Bristol. And was it sandwich sandwich that you guys went oh, to yeah. afterwards? Yeah. And yeah. it's just something random that you've done afterwards. But um, yeah. Again, again, we went to Bristol. We heard about sandwich sandwich. We went there. It was packed. I just said, oh, don't worry. Like, I took some pictures. I went, oh, don't worry. It's too busy. So we went off to Wingfest. And when we were at Wingfest, I got, he, he jumped in my DMs, Josh, the guy who runs it. And he said, oh, were you guys here? I saw you on your story. You were here. I was like, yeah, man, it's too busy. He went, no, 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 I want you to try it. I went, no, don't worry. I said, you're too busy. He went, no. He said, where are you? I said, I'm just setting up a wing fest. He went, all right. So then he turned up with all this food. And it was <laughs> insane. And I just thought, do you know what? Like, he's gone out of his way for us. Me doing a post. Some people could look at it. And you always get haters. Lucky enough, I don't really get too many. People could go, what's that got to do with barbecue? Well, because Jay does what he does, he met the people through Wingfest. Through Wingfest, he's there. And then through Wingfest, he's met these guys. And these guys have come and done a nice gesture for him. Me doing a post and saying, listen, guys, any barbecues or anyone around in Bristol, go and see Sandwich Sandwich. It's amazing. And again, it's about food. It may not be about barbecue, but it's about food, which I think is what it's all about. I'm like a barbecue shop, but at the same time, people go, oh, he knows all the wing guys. He knows all the food guys. It's, yeah, it's a bit of everything. A bit of everything. Yeah. I think what was I, I just want to sort of circle back to when you were sort of saying around COVID and you know mm -hmm. doing the mask griller and the restaurant yeah. roulette and that was a kind of around the time that I started following you yeah. um uh, before we even launched the podcast <clears throat> um actually and it was those kind of things that cut you know, kept us entertained right during during, yeah. during those times um and what I did notice is just purely the amount of events that you were doing that again you know say if I went to my local 
garden centre. I've got two um, within close proximity to where I live. Yeah. But yeah. They have they carry about four barbecues, so it's not that's about it. And like you said, it's on the edge of the furniture section. Yeah. Uh, but there's no real <clears throat> kind of theatrics or events that go with it, and I think that was one of the things that kind of drew. And we keep looking at your page and keep seeing those events and stories where you are constantly seen to be having obviously celebrities, but cooks with people from the community, like almost every week, it seems. Yeah, we sort of, um, the patio area has become a massive and it's a extension to the showroom. The idea was it was just dead space. So we built a patio area and then we just sort of did a bit of food and then like people would come along and we'd go, oh, um, they're looking at a Traeger and they go, how do these work? They go, oh, guys, just come out to the patio. We've got one down. We're just about to do some lunch. Bang. Then you sell a Traeger because you're out there cooking. You can see it. So like I say, when you buy a car, you want to drive it. So why not see these barbecues in action? So we built it for that. And then with COVID, I invited down, um, once the sort of COVID ended and we're allowed to do things, invited, um, I actually got in touch with Jordan Ashley from Diversity they were the first ones who come down and they absolutely loved it, put it up on their stories. Next morning, I got a phone call. I got a message from Tyler West, who's the main DJ at Kiss. And I didn't know who he was at the time. And he put, um, um, I'm the DJ at Kiss. I'm on the radio with Jordan Perry. Um, would love to come down and see it. So he came down, loved it. Then he asked me to be on Kiss radio. So I did a radio interview on Kiss, which was, bon which was bonkers. <laughs> uh, and I've done a couple on Kiss since. I've done... BBC Radio Manchester now, Radio One. Um, I was on BBC Breakfast. It, it, that's that's been mad. But the events are so much fun. We love the events and they're so much fun. And people say to us, like, you guys are actually really good at cooking. It's like, well, we've just sort of taught ourselves and we just make it up. And by getting more and more confident and not having to have people come down and do it for us, we can now put an event on whenever we want. We can do it whenever mm -hmm. we want. And that's why now the Apatica has become so popular because we, a lot of places, they bring down uh, Spice Punch or Urban Street Tree and all that. And I love Dan and and, and, all the, and all those guys love it. And I'm keen to do things with them. But at the same time, I don't have to get them to be able to do it. Well, I do have a team that can just put an event on and just do it. So it makes life a little bit easier that way because we can just go, do you know what, let's put an event on. We're doing one for firework night. So we did it last year. We're fired up. And basically we... um people come down 30 or 40 patio can hold about 40 or 50 30 or 40 people um bit of food bit of music some beers then we get some marshmallows out some sparklers and then we let a load of fireworks off at the end of the night and it's just a fun fun night because you've got firework night so tap into it you've got halloween tap into it and yeah we're, we're always doing events always doing events and with the celebrities people say how on earth have you got that person once you get the first couple then word goes around and they're all those celebrities they all know each other so um, word just starts flying around that we've become a bit of a destination for that for that stuff now. Yeah. And do you, do you see a direct correlation going back to the business side of things that when you hold those events and you do see people cooking on your Webers and your Traegers, Camados and things that actually you see spikes in sales within the, yeah, you know, within the immediate term? See spikes in the followers. And then obviously when you got like, when we had Callum Best down and when we had Louisa Zisman down and all these people, Yanni and stuff and that, these guys got a million followers, for goodness sake. And I'm doing well enough off 25,000. These guys have got a million. So when they're posting up where they are, they say their phone blows up. Where were you? Where were you? And then people come down and go, oh, I saw you guys on here. Oh, I saw you guys with that. Oh, I saw you guys here. So many people have been in who've seen us working with Louisa, Yanni, diversity. People come in and go, we have people literally say to us, I wish I could record it to prove that it actually happens. But people come in and go, I was looking for a barbecue. 
I saw you guys um, with who was it? I think it was um, I think it was Callum Best. Actually, saw you guys with Callum Best and um, James Buckley was from In Between Us. Jay from In Between Us saw you with him. We watch his um, uh, his YouTube show. Watch his YouTube show. What do you call it? A um, not a, not a podcast. Uh, I can't remember what he calls it. It's like video blog, whatever. One of them things. Vlog. Yeah, vlog. Yeah, vlog. Vlog. Yeah. Vlog. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, he does that every week and. In the summer, we were on it like four weeks in a row, just surfing his barbecue. Then he was down at an event with us. Then the next week, we were dropping something off. And every time we went, he'd get the camera out and he'd think, he's as invested as us as we are in him. And mm-hmm. it's just about when they come down, don't get all weird, don't get all starstruck. Just do what we do and let the whole business and our whole brand speak for itself. Don't overdo it. It's good enough as it is. And the amount of people that come down because they see us. So we do see we see a massive spot. If I didn't, I wouldn't bother doing it because people say, oh, do you give them free barbecues? No, we don't give them free barbecues. They want a barbecue. We do a nice deal with them because we know the power of what they can do. And when they're on that barbecue tagging us, people go, where'd you get that from? So we get so much business from those guys. So much. Yeah. It's um, I bet it's also probably quite refreshing for those people if you just treat them like normal people, because yeah. I imagine anywhere that they go, Mm-hmm. everyone's fawning over them everything's throwing themselves at them and mm. they probably have to feel like they have to have a persona and they have to be switched on the whole time whereas if you just act normal they come in and they feel like yeah. a normal punter they can relax exactly and the thing is you've seen that with some of the celebrities they keep coming back mm-hmm. so that to me says i uh, say to the boys we're doing it if they, these guys keep coming back that means they enjoy our company they don't feel like we're pushing them pressuring them into doing things like can you get your phone out can we do a photo can we do it they just are on the patio, we're doing an event, next thing you see them with their phone out, they're going, all right, guys, I'm down here at Alton's Barbecue, look at this place, guys, this is Jay who runs it, these are the boys, we're going to have some food, check back in a minute, and you'll um, you'll see what we're up to. And you just look across with the boys and that, and you go, look, and you just think, that's gold. I haven't asked him to do anything. And you know that's then going to get absolutely hammered. And when we do that, I normally then, within 24 hours, the followers just absolutely takes off for a little while. It just goes off, you get these big spikes. When we do... When we do Wingfest, Smoke and Fire, any celebrity evenings, we get spikes in followers that have been the next 24 hours. Big spikes. I noticed that you've been doing uh, uh, Wingfest. You've been to a few, because there's the different locations, aren't there? I think you've have yeah. you been to all of them this year. Yeah. So again, at Wingfest, I went, last year I went to London just to experience it because, as I say, I like my wings. I go out and have wings. And whenever I go out, I document where I go and I tag them up and all that and do a little promo for them and they love it and we got to know them guys and then as I say I went to London and got introduced to Rich who's the uh, the owner the um, guy who uh, built Wingfest from nothing um, he then came down to the shop loved what we did loved our atmosphere loved our vibe and said I want you guys at Wingfest next year I said do it doing what he went we've got a thing called the chicken shed stage where you do demos so what i want you guys to do is come on and do your demos one every hour for the six hours the rights open and just do a demo every hour just about your food who you guys are what you do create an atmosphere create a vibe and he had already seen what we we're about with them you know like with the way we are with our events you can see the music we're playing that we have djs down there we have music going so you can see the atmosphere we create and he invited us down so we've then obviously this year done london bristol birmingham and manchester so we've been and when we went up to manchester what three four weeks ago so many people around manchester knew who we were and that to me says wow 
we're four and a half, five hours from home and people here know who we are. So that to me says everything that we're doing is working. But yeah, Wingfest is epic. Epic. It's it's not it's not somewhere that we've been uh oh, before. Right. So uh get there. Is it, get it wings, beer, and music? Is that essentially the, the yeah. Place? Yeah. So you got some of the best wing vendors in the in the UK, and it's just wing vendors everywhere. They all do a buffalo wing and a wild wing, so a wing of whatever they want and a buffalo wing. And then you go around, you just try them all. You queue up, you get your wings. Then you got us doing demos. You have got DJs. You have got fairground rides. You have got drinks. Um, you got a hot wing challenge, a speed eating challenge. Then you got the awards in the end of the evening. London has over the two days. London has fifteen thousand people, uh, and then the other two are around the four or five thousand. The other three, sorry. But it's um, it's one of those things that when you've gone, you go, "Wow, I'm going every single year." It is. It's phenomenal. Brilliant atmosphere. That'll be on our list for next year then. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Do it. The London, London is, you know, people ask me what's the one to go to. London is the the, the top way. It's incredible. But it's fifth is seven or eight thousand people a day. It's packed out, but it's a spectacle. Whereas Bristol, Birmingham, and Manchester are half a little bit more chilled, a little bit quieter, but you're a little along further from home and there's not many. So it's sort of what you want. But I would definitely say get the early bird ticket, which gets you in an hour before everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then you can hit the popular ones fast because people go and you can queue for like two hours for wings. And if you queue for two hours for them and two hours for them, you go, I've been here four hours. It's July, so it's 30 degrees. You're like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And that's why <laughs> we get big crowds around us because people watched us doing our thing and they go, oh, you guys have massive crowds. So I go, yeah, because we created a buzz. We're all over the social media when we're there. And also, they can come and sit down and just chill with us. They're not standing queues. I'd want to go and sit and chill out. So we, again, tap into that. So it's about being business smart again. John, talk us through these demos. What what are you cooking or what are you discussing during the demos? So we come out. um, Each one's about 45 minutes. So we come out on stage. I I rotate with the boys, but the main ones I take are Mark and Josh. Um, But, yeah, we come out on stage. I explain, hi, guys, we're Orton's Barbecue World. Obviously, especially where I'm going, we're Orton's Barbecue World. A barbecue showroom down in Essex. The little backstory of how I built it, who we are, because these people are going, who the hell is this guy? So um, explain a little bit about where we go. Right, what we're going to do is we're going to cook you guys some wings on a barbecue. Not all this deep fried stuff you're seeing around the show. We're going to do it on a barbecue. We're going to use a Traeger. Now I hear you say, what is a Traeger? And we sort of go, who's got a wood pellet? Who's got charcoal? Who barbecues? What do you barbecue? So what do you enjoy? Okay, cool. Anyone got any questions? So very, very interactive. We have a lot of fun. We get the thermopen out and go, right, what's the temperature is right now in the air? Whoever gets it, I go, there you go, you want yourself a thermopen. Uh, we, we, we have a lot of fun with them. And we do a demo about cooking wings. We do a demo about our buff dogs. We do a demo about sausage bombs. And then at the end of the night for the last hour, we play our grill or no grill show, which is gone crazy. <laughs> so grill or no, have you ever seen grill or no grill? Uh I haven't. I'm, sh- I'm so sure grill, I have. Grill, you, you probably, if you've on the pay, you would have. Grill or no grill is effectively something I came up with on New Year's Day two years ago. It's deal or no deal, but in the boxes, our barbecue prizes, not money. And again, on stage, I say, listen, this is barbecue prizes, not money. I'd love to give you guys money, but the budget's gone on the stage, so we can't afford to give you money. You just have fun with them. You've got a big crowd. You have fun, and they they, they love it, and they... Then the followers spike and that. They're, they're cr- if you watch the videos of us doing Grill or No Grill at Wingfest, you'll see it's just 
chaos. And then I throw chickens <laughs> out and they catch them. And then they come out. They put rock, rock, they play rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to compete. Um, and then, yeah, they play a game of deal or no deal. I pretend to be the banker on the phone and offer them prizes and stuff. A lot of fun. And that, again, something I did on Instagram that Rich saw. And I said, why don't you let me do this at the end of the day? A bit of fun to finish the day off, get them really involved. We did it in London. It went crazy. And then we've done it all the others. And it's uh, like the highlight. It's become massive. It's great fun. Great fun. It sounds like you're not working a day in your life. That's what I say. I've done podcasts, radio shows, TV, and they turn around and say, you are so passionate. You can hear it. Um, but what is, what's the secret? I say, do you know what? I wake up and I can't wait to get in there. And if you feel like that, you're going to do well because you don't feel like it's a job. I literally don't like a day off. And people say to me, do you ever take a day off? I go, no, I don't know what to do myself. <laughs> like, yes, I took a day off and I just went and did some content and stuff just because I'm, I can't just sit around. I find it very, very difficult, but I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. And if you feel like that, you're going to, you're going to do well. It's simple. And I've got four lads who love coming into work for me as well. And that's, that's the plus. I look after them everywhere I can. So how did you put that team together? Uh, so, starting my own, I've had a couple of people sort of come and go at the very early days. And then I brought Tom on board. Tom was with me from 2015, 2016, moved it down the bottom. And there was me and Tom. We brought in a guy called Luke. He was with us for three years. And then his family moved to Suffolk. So he had to leave us. Didn't want to, but he had to go. So it's back down to me and Tom. I then got Jamie, who was the young lad, jam dog, Jamie. Um, and I just said, oh, I just need a pair of hands. I just, me and Tom can do all the selling. This was before the patio area. We can do all the selling. We need someone to be able to run around and do the odds and sods for us. Jamie was a, shy as anything. Didn't want to drive down the main roads. Was scared of his own shadow. And I said, that's what, I mean, a lot of people went to me. Are you sure? Around the garden centre, because as well, Orton's Boker is like a brand inside a brand. It's not almost part of the garden centre now. And they, well, they give me advice and stuff. And obviously I talk to the garden centre. My dad's obviously owner. So I chat to them and get advice and stuff. But I very much do my own thing. And they said, are you sure he's right? And I went, yeah, because he's not coming with bad habits. You get like a car sales going, yeah, mate, I know how to sell barbecue. I've been doing cars. I don't need a jack the lad. I need someone who I can just say, can you just go and do that for me, please? So Jamie come in. So that was Jamie by 2018. So it was myself, Jamie and Tom. Mark then was around the corner working in mowers. He come around to us every day and go, all right, boys, go, all right. I go, you all right? I go, yeah. I go, you're bored around there, aren't you? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's boring, like that. And he loved barbecues, he loved cooking. And then um, it was starting to blow up. The barbecue was starting to blow up. And I said to my dad, look, I need another member of staff. Rather than me advertise, Mark loves barbecues. He's running mowers. I don't want to upset the apple cart, but rather than advertising, I've got someone here who wants to come in the department. And he already knows the garden centre and the way business works and he went all right so mark came in so that was then mark so that was 2019 three years ago and then josh started his weekend for us and then um he just said i'd like to go full-time so i said my daddy you happy with me going to five members of staff josh wants to go full-time we think he's great we love him to bits he went yeah all right and then josh has been full-time so we've been a five piece for three years now and um yeah they we love it we love it so they've just all sort of dropped in and we all sort of complement each other. Tom's got the knowledge. Mark's the geezer. I sort of try and steer the ship as best I can. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, everyone needs a Jamie. And then Josh is just our young little whippersnapper who um they've all got their they've all got their plus points. And again, I use them all to their sort of 
traits what suits them best if you want a little job done get jamie to do it jamie i need you to pop out get this he'll just go and do it josh go and sort that out no problem at all he's very good with customers he's good at wing fest he's confident so he's good for me at wing fest tom has the product knowledge better than all of us and mark's mark's just mark and i are Lauren and hardy that's why we do a lot of stuff together mark and i because he doesn't have the confidence but he's getting better and better and um he has a passion for cooking so yeah i just use them all in the right way because you've got so many different things going on during the day to sort of plot them where i think i need them but yeah we're such a tight team a lot of banter if you can't take banter you can work with us a lot we're terrible <laughs> we absolutely go in on each other bad <laughs> i mean it obviously works oh it's great we have such i do i have such a laugh and like, i'm not being funny I, that says it all we come home we you see we go out in the evenings together don't we and go to places mm-hmm. yeah uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going on a terror trail round Cockroach Zoo. So again, that'd be more content. You sort of think, what's that got to do with barbecue? But I feel I've gone barbecue because people go, yeah, but they're a team. It's them again. It's them just seeing what they're up to. And some of our best content is when we're out and about, people love it. Like when we went and played foot golf, everyone loved that real life work together. Um, but like tonight, I said, uh, the boys went to me, are you coming on uh, PlayStation? And I went, yeah, yeah, we'll do. So um, after this, I'm going to have a bit of dinner and then we'll play FIFA Pro Clubs later. We'll just all sit there on the <laughs> headphones and that. And it, but again, for me, I sit there and people say, you, you've got such a team. And I go, yeah, but I love them to bits and I'll spend my evenings, you know, I've, I could sit and do other things. But it's like, no, I have a laugh with them. And then the banter then carries on until the morning. And we walk in the morning, wind each other up about FIFA. And yeah, we're just very lucky. And when you look around the garden centre and the other departments, no one has the bond we have. No one has it. And that's why we do so well. If you've been looking or thinking about an outdoor kitchen, then look no further than AOS Outdoor Kitchens. They are the South's leading outdoor kitchen design and installation specialists. Their extensive showroom is based just outside Bournemouth on the Dorset Hampshire border and as well as numerous in-store displays also features a live outdoor kitchen where they cook every week on Kamado grills, pizza ovens and all filmed and shown on YouTube. They offer a wealth of knowledge on how to transform your patio into the most incredible outdoor dining area with styles and options to suit every budget and you can guarantee they will be able to create something perfectly suited to you and your home. They stock and supply everything that you're going to need for outdoor cooking, including barbecues, Kamado ovens, pizza ovens, outdoor fridges and every accessory that you would need to become the ultimate outdoor chef. So if you want to make yourself the envy of your friends and neighbours, get in touch with them today to arrange a consultation and take the first step in transforming your back garden into the most incredible entertainment space. Visit aoskitchens.co.uk Oh, what I'm interested to know, Jay, is from yep. when you started, obviously we know that the barbecue scene in the UK has kind of gone mad over the over the last few years. And obviously, you know, what you've been saying about how much popular, you know, popularity you've got now. Out of interest, have you noticed the change in uh, perhaps barbecue favourites that, that UK barbecuers have, where it might have been, I don't know, when you started, it might have just been a classic Weber kettle and now it might be you know a hellraiser or a you know yeah. tmg pits or whatever have you noticed this kind of tre- trends and changes in in our yeah, attitudes yeah it changed all the time it used to be like all gas barbecues everyone was just trying for gas barbecues or weber yeah. kettle now then traeger really got going traeger's become massive we use traeger all the time and people say all oh, you guys use traeger all the time i said yeah but what we're doing we go and put the food on we've got a shop to run we're busy we can't be out there 
I call it babysitting a charcoal grill. We can't, we haven't got time. Um, so we use the Traeger a lot. But then we get people come in who want to talk to us about Traeger, want to talk to us about charcoal. The gas market is the one that's sort of going, really starting to dip off. But you still get the people that come in that go, no, I want a barbecue, I can just turn on and go. And we go, well, have you ever thought about a Traeger? And you go, it's Wi-Fi. You put your place, go, mate, mate, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. So you go, okay, do you know what? If you've got a customer like that, you're wasting, they're not interested. You're wasting your time. So just get them a gas barbecue, get them a good web of gas, and they're away. But, yeah, we do see trends. Things do change. They do move about. Um, yeah, at the moment, it's um, a lot of kettles, um, a lot of Traeger. Uh, Weber bullet smokers used to be popular. They've slowed down a lot. Um, uh, what else? We do quite a bit of KJ, um, the, the ceramics. Uh, Hellraiser is sort of, we don't do it yet, but we're sort of, I'm in an R in about Hellraiser. We're seeing, we're not getting people coming asking for it. But we're sort of thinking, is it something that's going to go? And um, I'll give you a bit of exclusive, actually. We're actually um, just about to, probably for the new year, but we're going to be doing Gosney. We're bringing Gosney in. Oh, great. Oh, fantastic. So Gosney's coming. We've been doing Uni for a while, but the product's fine. But without me getting in trouble, the, <laughs> back, the background stuff, like dealing with them and their social, it's just not, where it needs to be for us, we're so big on the. When we do all this stuff and that on the socials, when you got Traeger sharing our stuff and Weber sharing our stuff and KJ and you got Ben and the Fire Squad from KJ and all that and those guys and Angus and Oink, they're brilliant on the socials. Uni don't do anything, so it's sort of a bit flat. Whereas Gosney are bubbling a little bit, I think, if not already sort of peaked, they're doing well. So um, yeah, we're going to be doing Gosney next year, and that's something we are getting asked for a lot. So trends. Yeah, sort of, sort of up and down. But I would say for us, it, our most popular thing is Traeger, easily. Do you have people asking you about, like, recipes and different things to cook and different ideas? And if so, yeah. what are the go-tos that you advise them on? Uh, recipes, we get asked a lot. People see us cooking all the time. We get asked a lot. Uh, they always talk to us about wings because they see us doing wings all the time. And we have a couple of go-to rubs that we say, listen, these are the best wings. These are our best flavors, most popular. Add this, add that. The JD's hot honey that we always rave about, that's fantastic. Um, can we talk about things we do, like our buff dogs, our tomahawk steaks. Um, but yeah, we sort of say to people, what do you want to cook? And they go, I want to do a brisket. And you go, right, okay, why do you want to do a brisket? Is it because it's the holy grail? Or do you actually want to cook a brisket? Because they go, I want to get a barbecue, I want to do a brisket. And you go, right. That's very risky. <laughs> I want to get a barbecue today, mate. And I go, yeah. And I go, I want to do a brisket. And you go, right, let's, 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 let's calm down. Let's calm down a little bit because you're, you're going in big and you're going to spend big money. But um, yeah, no, we do. We do get people and we sort of say to them, what's your lifestyle? What do you want to cook? But we have definitely, definitely in the UK broken that burger and sausage thing. That's gone. People don't just come in and go, I just want to do burger and sausages. That's gone because the US used to slam that didn't they that all we do in the uk is cook burgers and sausages and everyone still on bbc radio uh, bbc and that and i saw i see some of the instagram barbecue community sometimes when there's a statement on uh um i don't know on bbc on bbc they put up um sausages barbecue get your barbecues out cook your sausages everyone's like it's not just sausages so yeah we've definitely broken the mold of that um but yeah we do get people coming but we sort of say what do you want to cook what do you want to do um, and then we have the go-to rubs, uh, the go-to condiments. We have the sublime butter. But yeah, we do get to talking to. And the good thing as well with the boys, 
is we all go home and we all have our own ideas. And then again, I see the boys, like they're talking to a customer and um, Mark will just turn around and he'll go, oh, look at this. He'll go, this is Shepherd's Pie I did the other night with my family, blah, blah, blah. So that's why they're such assets to me because they get their phones out and they're at home cooking with their families. So, do you know what I mean? I don't have to teach them anything. I'll just let them do their thing. But yeah, we do talk to a lot of people about recipes and we have a few on our website, which are our most popular ones. But again, we put on there, look, this is how we do it. This is our way, but this is not the way. There is a million ways because I I don't think anyone really on barbecue community does it. We all have our own style, all of us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can't tell someone how to do it. That is a wrong way. This is how to do it. It's like, no, no, no. There are a million ways. This is our way. But take it, take it or leave it sort of thing. Yeah. So just kind of moving away from the the um recipe side of things but we saw recently that or it's been announced that you're part of the food review club I wonder what you're going to say now I thought what's happened here <laughs> I, I, I did see that up in like a very serious way <laughs> I, was, I was like oh what, what's been announced so I know about it <laughs> yeah we have an exclusive for you no. <laughs> yeah so tell tell us more. Obviously, I mean, I've, I've um, I don't I don't know if I've followed them, but I definitely see a lot of videos on TikTok. What from, food uh, from Matt and yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So so Matt again. Matt came down. He's the biggest food reviewer in the UK. He came down last year. We got on so well. He absolutely loves the um, the shop. Always down. We always meet up with him. He's at Wingfest. He's one of the main men at Wingfest as well. He's heavily involved with Wingfest. So we spend a hell of a lot of time with Matt. And um, he, said, he sort of said to me, um, well, actually, no, I think he put a video up or a post or something saying, wants to expand the food review. So it's not just him. He wants to get like a reviewer up north. He wanted to get um, content creators to add to his channel. So it wasn't just him. So he's got more content to be able to work with. So he put on there, I'm after barbecue creators. So um, I sort of liked it or tagged it or shared it or messed it. I can't remember what I did. And he put, you must know loads. I was like, well, yeah, I know, I know hundreds of them. Who, who do you want and what do you want? And he sort of told me, and I put, uh, LOL, Mark and I will do it for you. Like Mark and I. And he put, well, that would be amazing. And then I actually stood there and thought, hang on a minute, we actually could. And he put, look, if you guys could do it, you guys would be perfect because we already have a relationship, we already have a bond, and it would be great for the business. So I said to Mark, look, blah, blah, blah. So Mark said, yeah, I'd love to do that. So we went back to Matt and said, yeah, do you know what, we'll do it. So we now, uh, every week, um, make a video on the patio with our barbecues, cooking up, making a, re- make, making a recipe once a week. So one, every single Sunday, at three or four o'clock, this Sunday's the first one, there'll be a video going up on Food Reviews channel of Mark and I cooking a barbecue dish from scratch, all on a barbecue. And we've already done the first two. I'm not allowed to say what they are or anything, but we've done the first two. And all I will say is we are starting off with things you don't expect because we didn't want to come in and go, because everyone who watches us goes, oh, they'll do their buff dogs, they'll do their wings, they'll do the things they're popular for and they're famous for. And it's like, no, that's actually go the other way and people go what didn't expect this because you got their attention immediately because they go, i did not expect this so yeah every week we get to um yeah make a uh, we've got a show called fired up and it's on the food review channel to over a million subscribers um every week wow 
Yeah, incredible. That's, it's pretty exciting, right? Yeah, it's mad. It's, it's so exciting, and uh, we can't wait for it to go live. And I actually, five minutes ago, got a WhatsApp of episode two sent through, and I went, I can't watch it. I'm going on a podcast. I'll watch it later. <laughs> so it's sitting, there. it's sitting there. It's sitting there. But, yeah, we've done um, – we're going to basically meet up with our um, – I've got one, again, I've got quite a tight team. So the people who do my editing and do all my bits are my mates. So when I do editing, I haven't got to send it off, get a, get an email, do this. You know, I, again, my team around me, my editor, the guy I do my graphics with, the guy I do the website with. When I'm doing something on the website, I go, Ben, you're free. He goes, yeah, yeah. I go, pop down, comes down the shop and sit there together. Like everyone says to me, why don't you have holiday? I went, the problem is, I'm not a control freak, but I'll, I'll know how I want it. It's on my head. It's my reputation. People say, like, Orton's Barbecue World, but I think, well, you guys will be able to answer this. People see Orton's Barbecue World is Jake. So when people say, oh, it's Orton's Barbecue's business, you go, it is a business, but it is Jake. That mm-hmm. is, everyone just knows it's me. Because I thought, do I start a personal page? And I thought, oh, it's just like I'm going to be tagging myself in there and tagging myself there. And you know when you see people, who and i'm not knocking it each to their own but you see someone who has a personal page another page and they do something there and they tag themselves there and they tag themselves there they comment in their own post and you sort of think oh, i'll get lost and i've got enough going on <laughs> I, I built this um instagram page up why am i then going to try and start another one alongside it for personal stuff so i thought no everyone sort of sees me as Orton's barbecue world so so yeah so that's why i keep it all just on the page it's sort of me rather than the business but it goes hand in hand but yeah so i am every two weeks we're gonna get my mate down he will come down record it record two episodes he will then get them edited at home he sends them over i go no tighten that up add that in can we switch that move that change the background music i'm very involved i know how i want it to look it's on my head um so yeah so the two episodes are done so we've got this sunday is the first one uh then it's every single sunday for the foreseeable it's it's crazy and then um he's just announced that we're going on a food tour as well so all of us plus 30 people can buy tickets we're going to start uh around the essex area where we well we'll sort of come into essex and lucky enough we're starting in my own neck of the woods we're starting in essex we're going to be traveling up to through birmingham up to manchester Stay in Manchester overnight, hitting some of the great foodie spots on the way. Staying in Manchester the next day, driving up through the Lake District and finishing up in Edinburgh, just hitting all these food spots in a big convoy for three days. So it's called oh, the food, awesome. food Review Tour. So all of us are on it, the um, the eight content creators, so they get to be with all us as well. So, yeah, um, that's very exciting, and that's going to be sometime next year. But do you know that's what? Awesome. With, with all of that food tasting, all of that cooking, and all that reviewing – people get good at what they do by practice and practice and practice and practice you know we're coming towards the end of the podcast now but i'd love to hear and for people to understand as well everyone makes mistakes that's how we learn Mm -hmm. so we talk about barbecue fails on the podcast all of the time did you want to share some of your fails that you learned from that helped you grow (laughs) as a barbecuer (laughs) yeah so um lucky enough i don't really think i've made any mistakes i think on social media i think just if someone's negative just ignore it just ignore it everyone can have an opinion everyone can have an opinion don't get involved don't say any comments um let people have their opinion don't get 
you know, because you see, if someone says something and you say something about it, you've engaged, and that's the that's the way I don't do that. So I just sort of let people have their opinion. But I'm very fortunate; I've had no real issues on Insta at all. Um, so yeah, that way, um, no real problems. But I just, I just try and stay exactly the way I am when people first saw me three years ago. When I first come on the scene on Instagram, I still do restaurant roulette because, like now, people can say to me, "You don't." Um, have you got time for restaurant roulette? I went, to be honest, no, I haven't. I really, really haven't got time. But without restaurant roulette, I really don't think I'll be where I am now. Because like like he said, that was where he spotted me. He mm -hmm. loved that show. People loved that show. So it's sort of giving it back to them by doing it again. Um, so, yeah, I just think stay exactly true to who you are. Stay the same. Don't change. Don't try and, you know, I'm at the shop every single day. I don't sort of like, you come in a shop, where's Jay? Oh, he's off out with this person, that person. No, I try and be exactly the same as what I was three years ago. Um, barbecue fails. I've not really had too many, but um, Jamie once set a gas barbecue fully on fire on the patio area. That was, really <laughs> that, that was bad. And then there was actually a fire locally. This was last year. There was a fire locally and we were at work and that. And someone went, oh, have you heard about the fire? I went, no. They went, oh, there was a big fire down in Leon Sea, which is five miles from the shop. I went, oh, what's happening? I went, don't know, there's all these trees on fire. I was like, oh, wow, bad. So then I saw a picture come through from my mate who put, um, oh, mate, look at this fire. I went, oh, we just heard about that at the shop. Long story short, it was a guy who come in, bought a trailer off us, put it too close to his fence, set his barbecue alight, set the fence alight, set the trees alight. So, yeah, oh, inadvertently, <laughs> inadvertently, it was my fault. I was like, how is this my fault? You don't know what you're doing. That is not my fault. But um, no, we haven't had any major fails. No, we've not had any major, major problems. Um, everything's sort of been all right. We've been quite lucky. I um the other day I tried. I was talking to people at uh, Metopia and also at um ah oh, uh, Sizzle Fest uh, about kind of I've got a monolith commander, so we're cooking a lot on that and talking about using the residual heat after you've done a cook. And mm -hmm. someone said to me, "Cookies are perfect for that. Just." Stick them in afterwards, use the residual heat. Did you think mine cooked at all? No. I was like, it's telling me that I've got plenty this of heat in there. Work. I've not I've not even done like a cold cook. It's telling me that I'm at like 180. So I was like, just leave them in there. People said to me, give them a bit longer than normal. So I was like, fine, leave them for half an hour, open it, just raw pancakes on the side. So um I want to be doing more sweet stuff on the barbecue, and maybe that was a bit of a learning curve of pay, pay attention, don't get too cocky basically yeah yeah but um no there's so many people give you so many ideas don't they mm. but going back to that i think you should say because we talked about wing fest but i'm sure you guys would agree for anyone listening metopia is a must for any barbecue fans oh my god what an event that is quality it's of food is great yeah. yeah so high quality and it, it, there's not many places you can go where you can have food from like genevieve taylor for example exactly and you queue up you queue like you you were there you queue you know we queued to get in i was just behind you you queue to get in and you sort of go oh my god it's not that bad and then when you get in there the food is quality yes you queue up a little bit but the for any barbecue listening to this obviously must follow you guys must follow us on instagram so they already know what we get up to they're within the community you will have some of the best food from some of the best people and you'll meet so many people who you follow you know, I go there, and for me, it's like a family day out. I know bloody everyone, but mm. it's a cracking event. So we've talked, hyped up Wingfest, 
but Meatopia for barbecue lovers is a massive. And from what I'm hearing, Sizzlefest, I missed it for a second year. Last year I had COVID. This year I was at Manchester Wingfest. But from what I'm hearing, and I talk closely with Charles, um, that's becoming something. And I've heard someone said to me, Jay, if you went to Sizzlefest, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to move because everyone would know you. He said it's everyone is mm. anyone everyone is everyone. Everyone knows each other. Like you guys were there. Yeah. And I'm sure you probably followed everybody that was there. Yeah. It, it literally is that's the difference with that show. To us, it almost feels like a um rather than like a barbecue festival, it's a barbecue event where all of yeah, all of the influencers come together and mm. Half of them are cooking stuff and cooking really special food. Yeah. And the other half are just there on a day off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? To talk and relax. So it's very different. But um, all of these things people should look at and go to. If you want to experience and learn more about barbecue and have great food, they're all great, to be fair. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. So just just finally then, Jay, what's, uh, apart from the Food Review Club, but what, uh, what other exciting things have you got planned for 2023? Oh, 2023 or the end of well the end of 22 we are currently if anyone's watching my story over the last couple of days we are extending the patio so the patio we're building a new seating area and we're building a new pizza and dj area because again we're noticing uh that it's getting bigger and more and more popular so we're building a proper seating area and a proper um when i say seating area we're building like a little booth like you're having a nightclub like a vip area just for a chill out area um yep. And we're building a pizza area and a DJ area so that then when we have that, it doesn't take up more space. So we're currently doing that. We're three quarters of the way through that. So that's almost done. Um, got the guys from Mexican Soul coming down next week, do a little collaboration. Uh, anyone who follows the guys, the board builders, they're coming down in a couple of weeks. Um, we've then got our fired up firework evening, which we talked about earlier. We've got uh, some interesting little bits of Christmas with our elf on the shelf taco. I call him. He's a little, <laughs> he's a little monkey. He's coming back at Christmas, but I'm doing something different with him. Um, so that'll be that'll be good fun, and that's um, that'll be something for people to get involved with because it's more product and business based rather than just. Uh, for two years, I've mucked about having an elf flying across the showroom and doing all this. I thought, right, I haven't got time to muck around with an elf this year. That's actually get him helping me selling stuff so yeah that's coming in december and then in 2023 we're bringing in gosney the showroom's going to be slightly bigger the patio will be bigger um we'll have traeger day we've signed up to all the wing fest again and there is going to be a massive another exclusive i can give to you there is another massive launch night so that'll be at the start of march we it will be ticketed so people will come down it was massive last year but this year it's going to be even bigger uh, people come down it's the official opening of the showroom start of march uh come down see all the new products discount we're going to have village butchers doing food delavita doing food and just wing it doing food we're going to have an open bar a dj uh food review is going to be there and we're also going to have the crazy ginger cabbie a good friend of mine on stage doing a comedy set and we're going to do a live grill or no grill so that's going to be a massive event wow, that sounds awesome that will be a big night um brilliant and, and then the usual stuff that you've seen from us we'll get involved with more celebrities and whatever else but yeah just um more of the same more of the same i've only sort of i planned up till the start of march and that's sort of i'm in october and people go mate you're planning for march so i was like that's six months away that's sort of 
If I go any further, my, my, my head will blow up. I need to chill out a little. <laughs> yeah. So I've got the start of the year worked out because with that launch night, last year we had 200 people. This year we're open for 300. But we think with the fact we've got a comedian, we've got other guys doing the cooking so we can focus on the shop. We've got Grill and no O-Grill. We've got a bar. We've got a DJ. It'll be a nice atmosphere. And it'll be the first chance to see the new showroom. So launch night last year was a big event for us. And again, it's making an event out of nothing, really. Just come down, have some food, have a nice night. Loads of people from the barbecue community. They've got a comedian there. They're doing their shows. I'm going to go down there in March. I'm going to go down and see everybody. It's like our, I suppose launch night is probably like our sizzle fest. It probably is like our sort of thing. Because they say, yeah. why do you, I'm surprised you guys don't do a sizzle fest. I mean, Charles is doing it. And I do wing fest and if I do sizzle fest, that's another mountain of work for me to do. And I don't want to try and recreate something that they've already done so well with. So that's why I don't I don't get involved with a festival. I've been asked that a million times. Why don't you do like a sizzle fest at Orton's? I went, to be honest, as I say with wing fest, I'm so busy with that. I would not have the time and it would be me organizing it all. So I just haven't got the time. But that opening event at the start of March is probably one of the best events to come to. Uh, the one okay. thing you need to do is learn how to bottle that energy and sell that as well, because I can't understand <laughs> how you can keep going with all of that. But just one last time, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow you on everything. And then we'll let you go back and play FIFA and actually yes. relax for a second instead of working for 24 that, hours. <laughs> you ever FIFA with these four lads? It's not about relaxing. It's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so we're Alton's Barbecue World. We are a barbecue shop based down in Essex. Uh, you can follow us at Alton's Barbecue World on Instagram. Um, and on the Instagram, then you'll have the link in the top, which will take you to our website, our recipes, our events, everything. So that is who we are and where we are. And give us a follow. We will massively appreciate it. We are here. And yeah, if you want to come and see us, drop us a DM. Say you've listened to this and we can look after you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great speaking to you. And also one last thing so nice speaking to you because like at Metopia, we're like oh jay it's jay should we say hello to jay and then you came over to us and we couldn't believe it so <laughs> lovely guy on top of it all but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today absolute pleasure boys thank you so much for having me on have a lovely evening i'm gonna go and play fifa with these idiots but yeah absolute um, pleasure boys yeah thank you very much that's it for another episode of the meet and greet barbecue podcast it was great to have jay from alton's barbecue world looks like they've got so much planned for 2023 and we can't wait to hear and see more um please get, visit Alton's Barbecue World uh, on their Instagram their website with us as usual we want to hear from you so please get in contact tell us what you want to, to us to talk about in regards to barbecue uh do head over to our website where we've got our barbecue store uh, our youtube channel where you can see all the guests that we've been speaking to as well as some we've got a load of new videos that are going to be coming up so keep it keep your ears and eyes peeled on our youtube channel meet and greet barbecue podcast uh, until next week keep on grilling Today's episode is brought to you by AOS Kitchens, the South's leading outdoor kitchen design and installation specialists.